Hi everyone, and welcome to our second annual Christmas podcast. I'm Colin Cullerton, and joining me are Alana Brent, Claire Mee, Patrick O'Connor Mason, and Leon Wright. Today we are going to be discussing some controversial films, or Christmas film opinions. Um, Claire will be bringing in one of her controversial opinions, which I'm sure will get the blood boiling for some of you. <laughs> and um, I am going to bring an opinion just to, just to cause trouble, really. I, I, I don't even know if I agree with it, Hello, but I just... Christmas opinion. What, yeah. Whatever will it be? Just want to ruffle some feathers. And then Alana will be returning to the age-old debate <laughs> and the young critics, and we'll finally be discovering and figuring out is Santa real? No, sorry. <laughs> is Die Hard a Christmas film? So, but before we get into all of that and the fists are being thrown, um, I'd like to ask just everyone what your favorite Christmas film is or what is a Christmas film to you? I also want to add, uh, this is actually a very special recording of our podcast because four of us are actually meeting in person for the first time, <laughs> which is very exciting. So we are actually live in the Young Irish Filmmakers Studio, and Leon is joining us over Zoom. So it's a funny meeting everyone for the first time. It's been like it's been a long year, just meeting everyone online and only seeing heads and shoulders. I can see legs now, which is <laughs> like full people. We fresh. didn't know we all had legs. That was, yeah, yeah. I probably didn't believe you had legs, Tom. No. <laughs> I kept telling you I did, but you kept saying no. I can't see them. They're not there. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, back to your question. No, yeah, it's a, so it's really nice to be in studio with everyone. Um, so we start, what kind, what's a Christmas film to you guys? I guess for me personally, a Christmas movie is a story that involves Christmas itself. I don't really, I think, you know, Christmas is a time for sharing and forgiving and for being that more generous um, during the year. And I think a Christmas movie is involves you know people being generous to each other and being caring and being loving and to me that's what really makes a christmas movie a christmas movie not just a movie based you know on december 25th or whatever but really a movie that involves basically the spirit of christmas in my opinion yeah and i guess um you know like i've watched a lot of christmas movies over the years i know one of my childhood favourite Christmas movies was um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. But I think the two that really stuck with me over the years and stuck with my mum and dad because we watch, we watch uh, Christmas movies all, you know, obviously during December. But I think the two that really stick with us are Elf with Will Ferrell and uh, Love Actually, I think are the, my top two Christmas movies, I'd say. Nice. They're just a load of fun and a load of heart, to be honest. I really enjoy them. Even though, like, if we watch them every year, we know the story off by heart, but, like, you know, we still enjoy it. We still it's get that, this... Like, feel-good element. Feel-good like feel good element, that, exactly, like, yeah. Feel-good time of year. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. No twists and turns. It, you don't have to be coming in with, without spoilers. Yeah, Christmas films it. or that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. What about yourself, Elena? Similar to Patrick, just, like, a film that... Can I kind of bring the whole family together that, like, everyone can watch? Again, there are like the classics like Elf and Home Alone and A Muppet's Christmas Carol, which is a personal favourite of mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there's just that kind of like feel-good film that you can like watch over and over again. And sometimes it just kind of brings comfort, really. Like, I'll just curl up in a bar on the couch, put on A Muppet's Christmas Carol, start singing along with the song. <laughs> <laughs> 
Christmas like with Jim Carrey same as Patrick every single Christmas Eve but like one of my favorite Christmas films is The Nightmare Before Christmas now like people get very up in arms about that because you could call it a Halloween film but like it does like at the end of the day it kind of has a lot of what you need for it to be a Christmas film you know like if you can't say Die Hard's a Christmas film and then like not say the nightmare before christmas has some merit you know so like i watch like I, i think there's so much to do with tradition about christmas like in itself so i guess like considering i watch how the grinch stole christmas every single year like that is it's it's the christmas film i watch but it's not my favorite if that makes sense yeah yeah no i, I actually i i kind of agree i, I understand both sides of that that like you know, Patrick, you're, you say that there's heart in Christmas films. I think there's a lot with heart. But then, actually, a lot of the films I'd watch over Christmas would be comfort films. Do you watch Apocalypse Now to get into the Christmas films too? I can't say that I've ever watched Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not, not quite that. But I can see people watching, like, I, I don't know. I, I watch A Princess Bride would be something that would be kind of Christmassy as well for me. Yeah. But I, I would watch it at any point, I suppose, so maybe... Maybe it's more about the ones that you only watch at Christmas with that really kind of bring out that Christmas feeling. Yeah, because kind of bringing up the point that obviously not every film people watch at Christmas is a Christmas film. Like, for example, the last few years, with The Greater Showman, in my house, we just kind of put it on the background and we like, we like associate it with Christmas because that's the only time of year we'd watch it. Yeah. Whereas, like, my dad growing up, he associates the film The Great Escape. Right. Because it was just always on around Christmas time, all those, like, old films. And it is often kind of old films that do have that Christmassy-ish vibe, even if they're not Christmas films. Cause that's kind of all that would be shown <laughs> yeah. like around the holidays, like when my when my dad was growing up. So a lot of people would be like, like my dad just like, oh yeah, the greatest game. That's to me, like to him, that's a, that's a Christmas film, <laughs> even though like it's a, it's a world it's a World War Two film. That's that's funny. Well, I mean, in in the White Christmas, wasn't there a big war scene at the opening? I think. And it was a battle of the ball, so 26,000 people were, were killed in that battle. And yes, it's still a Christmas film, so you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's more, it's kind of the ritual of people, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And what they like to do. We all kind of go back to like childhood films, like to me, Jack Frost. I'd have that down as like a favorite Christmas film. And I probably have. It's I pretty have, Christmassy now. Yeah. And I don't, <laughs> I haven't seen it in years, but if it was on, like I get, like I, I stick it on, no bother. Yeah. So it's just like a lot of times on Christmas we all kind of go back to that like nostalgia of like child, not, not even Christmas films, but, like childhood films. Yeah. And that's kind of like, that, that just kind of feel good movie that you like always watched when you were a kid and you just kind of watch it around 
because they all add up. Because like Netflix and Disney Plus, they all add these different, like these like old things that you haven't seen in years, onto like their streaming services for like December. So you just binge everything. Yeah, um, Leon, what is it about actually a Nightmare Before Christmas that makes it? A, obviously, there's Christmas elements in it, but what is it that makes it a Christmas film instead of being a Halloween film? I think the setting is not the only thing that makes a Christmas movie Christmassy. Like, Jack Skellington... Is it Skellington? Is that a second name? But, like, yeah, like, he just... He really is trying to, like, embrace the Christmas spirit. And, like, so much of it... Like, so much goes wrong, but at the end of the day, his heart's in the right place. Actually, really similarly to The Grinch. Like, he's brought up in all this, like, hatred and, you know, like, and he's like, there has to be more than this. And he's, like, striving to, like, really try and make Christmas a thing. And he's going against, like, what everyone in his town wants, you know? And, like, it's not really his fault that things get messed up. Like, he has kind of a pure heart and he's really trying. It's just no one else gets it. So, like, I I, I would say it's, a Christmas like I wouldn't say that it's not a Halloween film but I would say it has to be you have to give it some merit for being a Christmas film because the heart is in the right place whereas with Halloween usually your heart's in the wrong place <laughs> <laughs> yeah I always I always struggle to find which time to watch every year to watch that one but um on yeah I mean like the majority of the film is set is set like the lead up to Christmas like yeah. Halloween plays a very brief role in it, but obviously, like it's Halloween town. So like, there is that thing though of like having the Christmas spirit. Like he has that that spirit, and no one else does. <laughs> He's just doing it wrong. Christmas is not about perfection. I'd say like out of all the like happy holidays, it's probably the most about imperfection. Like Love Actually, for example, people are not perfect in that movie. You know, like it's about trying really hard, and in almost every single Christmas movie they come up with some disastrous plot and it goes wrong, but their heart was in the right place, so they're forgiven. So I think Jack should get a bit of leeway and a bit of forgiveness because he's trying really hard. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. Jack Skellington has my whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Um, on that, seeing as though you've brought it up, I, I, I feel I should, I should bring up my... Um, my controversial Christmas movie opinion. Oh. Um, some people mightn't be too happy with, but I think a lot of people might actually, might look at Love Actually and say that it's not really that great because it's not really going yeah. for... It's, none of what it represents is actually love. You've got new relationships starting off, which of course is a, li you know, a little bit of something, and then you've got um, you know, one person who's cheating on their husband and then what else there's all these different relationships but there's no actual it's not really talking about love in any way think you should leave <laughs> <laughs> and that is why i said it <laughs> i think it kind of does like you look at different types of love like you look at how heartbreak you know you're saying you know, there's Alan Rickman cheating on his wife in the Thompson, so that you can look at that, and you can look at I don't know, you know, the kid who's obviously who thinks he's fallen in love, he experienced the love yeah. of a young kid. 
and stuff like that. And then obviously you have Hugh Grant, who's more of an adult, and he'd be the same as the kid. You know, obviously he fancies this girl, and he, you know, they don't know what to say, and then do other. You know, you have a load of different ways of exploring them. Yeah, you know? I suppose you do. But I mean, if we're talking Christmas films, you know, that t t Tessa Thompson and Alan Rickman relationship, I mean, that's just heart-wrenching, you know? <laughs> Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, sorry, I thought that he, em Emma Thompson, you can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> not that, not that, no. <laughs> I've, <laughs> if I just say Robert Downey Jr. when talking about the Irishman and the live stream, you can't talk about it now. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But I actually, uh, I, I read an article which <laughs> this kind of makes sense. Uh, none of the women in Love, in Love Actually have any agency, and the only one that does have agency, which is Emma Thompson's character, who's the mo mo like the most. Tessa well Thompson, I think you mean. <laughs> Emma Thompson's character is like really the most kind of. Well, <laughs> it's like the most kind of well-rounded, well-written kind of female character is being punished because her husband is cheating on her. But like. I do kind of agree with you that column, like, nothing there is, like, love. Like, Kira Knightley's character, like, her... Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Her That's best friend <laughs> is, like, obsessed with her in a really creepy way. Like, he films the wedding, but it's just really intense close-ups of her face. And to be honest, Kira Knightley's gorgeous, I'd rather do the same. But... <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he just... I can see in her big romantic gesture with, like, the cows playing and like the cards but I do wonder like what if the friend had opened the door and he was just standing there with a sign that said to me you are perfect how would he have played that off but what is love it's How a good way to find it See, that's a good question. I do think, to be fair, I'm, I'm, very, I'm playing a heavy devil's advocate here, but you're, you're right. And I do think there are a lot of kind of explorations. Even Emma Thompson's character is showing a different type of, of love and that. But that one, that one really annoyed me, the one that Alana is talking about there. Um, I, I, can't, I can't justify that in my head in any kind of way. Neither can I. Like, the fact she kisses him after as well. And then it's supposed to be, oh, Merry Christmas, you know, it's all happy. Oh, you can get away with it on Christmas. I don't <laughs> Christmas, cheat on, your, cheat on your husband, who you've been married for like three days, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be taken too seriously, though. I think no. It, it is quite like... Uh, yeah, I know, there is that with Christmas films, like you're not meant to take it seriously, although you do kind of watch and you wonder and you're like, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, anything can happen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, the time for miracles. Leon, what do you think of love, actually? You see, I can't, ju I just can't get past the fact that you said something's not a Christmas movie when it has a full nativity, like, play, and a Christmas number, like, all out. Like, the all I want for Christmas is you number, right? Like, I cannot get past that a movie could have that and you're like, there's, you could watch this in February. Like, you can't. I watched it in June. <laughs> but no, we're not saying it's not a Christmas film. Colin just doesn't like it. But to be fair, actually, you could, if you were going to the whole spirit of Christmas thing, does does that have the spirit of Christmas, or does it? Even if it has it, does it uphold it enough as a whole? It does it has like? Okay, it starts right. I literally watched this a week ago just to refresh my memory for this podcast because I knew it would come up right. It starts so close to Christmas, and it's Christmas trees everywhere. The first scene in the entire movie is a re-release of, like, love is all around as Christmas is all around, you know? And it's it's just, like, I think they just wanted 
to make it a more complex kind of thing because like i think a lot of people are really sick like how many people complain about how over the top loving and everything christmas movies are but like it has the christmas spirit you know like it's more so like even in the bad ones right like for example emma thompson's character right she pulls herself together and at the end of the day it's like i am a strong woman and i am better than this do you know what i mean like there's empowerment even in like the bad stories except for is it like laura linney's character she doesn't really she got a tough break but like most of them right even in the bad stories they got kind of a happy ending it might just not be a traditional happy ending like her happy ending was i am better than this like her divorce yes it's a terrible thing this is emma thompson i mean like her divorce of course is a terrible thing and she didn't want to do it she's much happier in herself and you can see it she's like i'm stronger than this i am better did than this. did she divorce him i don't think she divorced him but she does confront him I, she confronted him. him but i think that she stays with him and then it's just this see that's one of the then it's just this little toxic <laughs> <laughs> in a relationship. Yeah, like, at the, the airport scene at the end, they just kind of poked each other as, like, a little kind of kiss on the cheek. Yeah. I, yeah. I took that a completely different way. I always took it as their, like, co-parenting. Okay, okay, it could oh, yeah, be. Maybe. And That's how and... I took it. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. No, I think you're, um, you're probably right. Um, I, I, I half want to keep this argument up and try and <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> But I tend to agree with 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 you, Leon. That it it definitely has the Christmas spirit. But it's kind of interesting that it's it is it's so Christmassy. But there are some things in it that really kind of could easily pull it away from it for me. Anyway, when when you talk about those kind of issues, um, Claire, you have an interesting opinion Claire that <laughs> I think might also um, send a few people into. <laughs> We would just like the audience to know that Claire's opinion is entirely her own, and the, the other group does not support it. I stand by this. I hate her alone. I, I agree. <laughs> oh my god! See, we knew Claire, but we didn't know you were coming. No, I never vibed with it. I completely agree. It's just this rich kid who gets left home alone, which wouldn't be possible, um, and the, like, if it happened, the police would have just come and taken him away. And then he gets trapped in this house, with the, and these men try and rob from him, and then he just goes and tries to kill them multiple times. Like, how is that a good film? <laughs> how did they make four? <laughs> well, I think they made five, actually. Oh my god, stop this. <laughs> Has it got Macaulay Culkin in it? <laughs> yeah. Except no, now he's just, he's a grown up assaulting people. And, <laughs> and he just, the new home alone's just like him, just crying in his bedroom because he's still home alone. <laughs> Hoping that someone robs him, but nobody yeah. does because he doesn't have anything to steal. No. <laughs> but like, going back to what you said, we're not supposed to take Christmas films seriously. And Claire is saying, oh, this doesn't make sense. You, you yeah, know. but you see some films, no matter how bizarre they are, um, that's not a word, <laughs> bizarre they are, they, like, they justify it. They make it make sense. But Home Alone, it's just a load of these strange coincidences just thrown together. And, like, in what, 
it it actually scared me as a kid. I was like, but what if I what if my parents forget me at home at Christmas? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but then you have the traps. You already have it planned out. I'm also, but what rich like neighborhood is he living in where just everyone goes away for Christmas? Yeah. No. So what did what did his dad do to afford a house like that yeah. and a trip to Paris over Christmas for like what is it like? 20 people? He was a hard-working American citizen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird. Like, surely, like, it would have been, like, at least one neighbor at stage. Like, it's just... Exactly. But did you not like, watch as a kid and go, my God, he's really badass? No. Because <laughs> he's just... He's just a little psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just gone to the... He could have just gone to the police. There's like no he, no he made a conscious decision that instead of, you know, being like, right, I'm going to leave here, he decided to just try and kill a lot of people. That, that you know, I, th yeah. I think this becomes way more apparent in, I remember watching Home Alone 2, where he throws a brick off a building <laughs> like that's like four or five stories high onto someone's head. And I think that was the point, because in Home Alone 1, it's like, okay, they could have survived some of those things. But in this, it was like, no, that's his skull completely crushed. Like, and I think I did understand, wow, this is really violent. But I don't necessarily think, because I thought Home Alone, I watched it last year. It's a funny, like, I, I enjoy it. I find it... Oh, it's not funny. <laughs> maybe I'm a little bit of a psychopath. How did he get here? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. There's actually a theory that he did end up being the jigsaw killer. I love that. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it all makes sense. But like, people were like, jigsaw invented torture porn, I think. That's the thing. And no, it was home alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, the real question then is, is Saw a Christmas film? Well, I'm going to go on another little bit of a rant. Did you say solid because... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, depends which one. I mean, which one? <laughs> like, you've got... Is it, there's so many of them, but it's hard to remember what one. But you know the one where the rotten pig's carcasses are being taken to <laughs> the after that, man? Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Christmas Eve, because a load of dead animal carcasses. I think Claire might be like a <laughs> How did you not enjoy Home Alone? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't good enough. <laughs> well, Leon, what do you think? Is Saw is, is, is <laughs> a Christmas film? I have watched Saw at Christmas, but that was because I was very bad humbug. But at least it's a good movie, unlike Home Alone. Exactly. <laughs> so Saw is a Christmas film for Scrooge. <laughs> Then that's what he wants at Christmas. Yeah, that's what Ebony the Scoob <laughs> like. Oh, yes, I'm gonna watch them. I get the head with open. The vast bear trap. Merry Christmas. <laughs> My God. Um, I don't think Kevin McAllister is as bad as you're all making him out to be, because I think he he learns, he develops throughout the movie. Cause you know, in the beginning, he's like, "Oh, I hate my family. I wish you'd all disappear." His family mm. would. Asses, to be honest. He was an ass as well, to be honest, as yeah. well. He was a bit of an ass, and then, you know, through the movie, he's like, wow, I missed them, you know, and he's 
he'd learned not to take them for granted again and they make up obviously on Christmas Day, you know. So he, yeah. lear- he learned not to take... He's, he's still a nine-year-old kid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to go around and beat people up? Yeah. Well, in self-defense. It's self-defense. It's self-defense yeah. if there's another option. <laughs> they weren't even looking to harm him. But he's a kid. I mean, it's kind of like... They did say I'm going to kill that kid. <laughs> They did say that. They did, yeah, say that. they did say that. And they had to go to the second one. In the second? Yeah. The, there is the police. And the police, another yeah. thing that annoys me in Christmas films is that every like social issue that we have, like poverty, um, racism, all of that just goes away. Christmas films are only about like rich white people, and that annoys me. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Definitely the, the, yeah, I can easily see that. Do you have something to say on that, Leon? Sorry. I was just going to say, like, it's very hard, like, okay, mostly, like, we we all have one thing in common with that, but, like, not all of us have, like, money backgrounds, you know? I think that's why I hated Home Alone so much when I was a kid. I was like, I can't relate to this, you know? Like, I completely agree. Like, it's just, it's like, I get it. Like, it's like, oh, political issues are, like, not very, like, Christmassy and lighthearted. But, like, at the same time, like, it's not... I don't know. Like, there's nothing relatable about seeing these, like, rich kids be, like, you know, like, beating yeah. up burglars for no reason. Like, you know? I think that's why I hated Home Alone. And yeah. can't we have, like, you know, people who aren't as wealthy can still have good Christmases? I'm sh- sure that film must exist. <laughs> But I'm, I actually am struggling to think of what film could be. I was be trying to think of one because yeah. I was like, that can't be true, but I can't really think Jack, of one. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. I'm pretty sure his mom's kind of. His mom works in like a supermarket, and obviously yeah. his, his dad's a musician. I don't think he's a very, he's a very great musician. Okay. But most Christmas films. <laughs> but that does seem like a Christmas thing um, to be like, that everyone can have the, the kind of struggle of people, and then they're still. They still have the Christmas spirit. Sorry, Leon. Yeah. Like the the only time that they have a social issue is there is an orphan or someone's parents died. Yeah, orphans are very Christmassy. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only time you ever really like see kind of like something sad. It's generally that. Like I was reading an article on like I don't know Vulture or something, and they were going through all of the Netflix films that dropped this year, right? And it was like. One of the questions they asked, they were like, we're not even going to rate it bad, so they were like, are these people orphans? And I think like 50% of the films, they've made them orphans, just to make the story easier to tell. Like, that's so, it's so pointless. Well, the orphan thing is just to make, you see it a lot in like Disney Channel shows. It's like, this person is a bad person, but be nice to them because their parents are dead. Feel sorry for them, even though they don't deserve it all the time. Getting into a very intense conversation. Yeah, everyone's really in the Christmas spirit today. <laughs> I love Christmas. I just don't like bad films. I feel like it's bad for people actually struggling with those things, though, because they don't yeah. like portray it accurately. If you know what I mean. I think that's more so my problem with it. It's like, oh, you're happy because you found love like two weeks after someone died. Like that's like not the right way no. to go about it. You know. No. Hmm. Yeah. Patrick? I was just thinking there, you were all saying, yeah, Christmas usually focus on rich people. And I was like, yes. And then I was having to think, actually. And I was thinking, like, doesn't A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens kind of focus on that? Like, when Scrooge is being taken on this journey, he sees yeah. Bob Cratchit, his um, 
a staff, a staff yeah. member of you sees how he's struggling obviously he's poor and his, his son's having him is dying and obviously when Scrooge realises this he gives him money and then going back to Home Alone 2 <laughs> Kevin McAllister the psychopath <laughs> see that there's children in the hospital and then he realises that the burglars are going to take all the money away from the toy shop that is that is donated to the children's hospital yeah and there's that the, there's a homeless uh, woman in yeah, that as well yeah. the woman who's covered in pigeons but it's kind of like portraying them as heroes because they have money then though if you know yeah. what I mean it's like yeah. they have taken pity on us or something like which isn't great either if you know what yeah. I mean I suppose the reason that that is but I do I still agree that seeing something from a different pers- from that different perspective would be valuable but I suppose the reason that they do that is to show the spirit of kind of being generous and being able to so there's showing that rich character who's greedy and saying no if you are that you should be generous and that's the message yeah. from that I think it's quite well not necessarily you know the saviour thing you've seen a lot of films where it's like someone's poor or just struggling in general and then someone who's got a lot of privilege comes in and it's just like it's okay I've saved your life because I'm here yeah, yeah. There is that. that's what Home Alone is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's not necessarily that, that that you can't make any films like that. It's more that the other side needs to also. We need to have yeah. a, an, a, other perspectives as well. Yeah. Leon, I mean, I think if it was like one out of twenty movies did something one way, there'd be no problem. I think it's just more so when the majority is there, something needs to change. If that makes sense. I thought, yeah, yeah. It makes perfect sense. Um, so there's something that we've been waiting to discuss and, and we've been waiting for quite a long time since last year actually um, the discussion of whether Die Hard is a Christmas film and now last year all of the young critics were in agreement except for Anna <laughs> who had not seen the film but and I, I stressed that I had not seen the film but from my knowledge of the film, I, I made some points. Now, I have watched the film. I watched it on the train yesterday. I have points. <laughs> and you can uh, finally tell us, has your opinion changed? And I can say, Colin, my opinion has not changed. Die Hard is not a Christmas film. If you think about it, I could set that film at any time of the year and it would still make sense. Christmas I don't think not that's pl- a definition of a Christmas film. Christmas does not play a massive element in the story. <laughs> but are you saying it does play an element? I'm saying it doesn't. You said it doesn't play a massive. Does it play any element? With the occasional Merry Christmas when like the terrorists or whatever they are like His wife's the name is Holly. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I take it all back. <laughs> okay, but Mean Girls has Jingle Bell Rock and it's not a Christmas film. Yeah, but like, like to me, Die Hard doesn't just fall it doesn't fall into like the category of a Christmas film. Like, it's just a film that happens to be set at Christmas. It's more of an action film. Like, even like its release date was in like the summer of that year. Christmas films are usually released in like October, kind of like, late October, early December, like that kind of time period. Also, it's really, really boring. <laughs> like, I think I you might be in a so minority bored. there. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bored throughout the entire thing. But no, but like I could just, if I took 
any kind of mention of Christmas out of that film, the film would still make sense. I definitely agree Whereas with that. Whereas if you take any other kind of Christmas film, then taking out the, the Home Alone. Any... Home Alone would be fine. <laughs> yeah. I was just, this is the one I was going to compare it to because Home Alone seems to be, for many people, a very classic Christmas film. To me, it's just as much about Christmas as Die Hard in that it has a kind of Christmas spirit in that the relationship between John McClane and his wife, that they're, you know, there's, there's the hardship, they're going in, they're, they're, they're a difficult relationship, and then at the end of it, there's kind of, it's grown again. Yeah, we have that in action movies as well. It's not, that's not a particular thing to, but, to Christmas films. Yeah, I know, but this is a thing that happens in Christmas films as well and that people generally think of as Christmas. And I think, really, it's not about... In my uh, view, it's not whether the elements themselves could be separated, but it's when you bring certain elements together. I think there's so many Christmas elements in that film um, that you're right, if you remove them, it would still be a film. But then even to have that and then to have that kind of Christmas spirit element and then, yeah, I don't know. I just... Like, like about, could say about like 98% of Christmas films, the fact that it's Christmas plays a huge role like, in the film. Whereas Christmas brought them back together. That's the only reason they're... <laughs> that's the only reason the husband and wife are together. It's because of Christmas. Christmas spirit started their relationship again. Just don't watch the next few films. <laughs> <laughs> What, yeah, does, like, what does anyone else think about that? If a film set at Christmas, it's a Christmas film. But to me, it doesn't fall into the Definitely. category of Christmas film. It's just a film that happens to take place at Christmas. Do you see the Christmas spirit in it? I do not. I do. I see John McLean coming home to his wife, who, like Carl was saying, their relationship isn't the best at the moment. And then, obviously, you have all the German terrorists Coming in, Classic Christmas theme, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> and then he uh, brutally kills them all. Just like Home Alone. Just like Home Alone. And, and then, obviously, at the end, he's reunited with his wife. And, you know, I think it's that it's coming home for Christmas. And then he's willing to do whatever he, he has to do to get home to his kids, get home to his wife. You can kind of look at it in a way, like John McLean and Santa Claus. Did you take Cullum's quote from last year? Gen uh, genuinely, this is not the first time that someone has said this on a Young Critics podcast. Oh, sorry, <laughs> no, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it only <laughs> proves my point. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not saying don't watch it at Christmas. Like if you think it's a Christmas film, then obviously watch it at Christmas. Do whatever you want. I can't tell you how to live your life. But my personal opinion, Die Hard, not a Christmas film. Leon, um, what do you think? Die Hard is not a Christmas film. And, that's yeah. oh. and why not? Because murder and Christmas are not... Like, he makes Jack Skellington look like Santa to me, honestly. Like, he just, he doesn't, he doesn't, no, no, I can't. I can't get behind it. I don't care what you say, I'll never get behind it. In the film A White Christmas, 26,000 people die in the opening. Off screen, but they still all die. Twice. It's a lot more than in Die Hard. If you watch Home Alone, the scene where he's eating all the ice cream, um, because he's eating so much food, that means that someone else doesn't have food. <laughs> so he's the reason the kids are serving in Africa. Oh God. So it is a Christmas thing. 
This podcast is not a safe space for Kevin McAllister. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. Like I said, while we've been doing the podcast, I've been running a poll on our Instagram story at Young Irish Critics, if you're not already following us. Uh, I said, is Die Hard a Christmas film? And 60% said no. Really? 60%? Hold yes, on, I'm the... going to vote in that now. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. Yeah, totally doing it. How many, how many people voted? Uh, five. <laughs> so, <laughs> so three people voted no. Please follow us so we can have more accurate results in our poll. I think, I don't if know. This vote angers you as much as it does me <laughs> follow us on young critics and correct this poll <laughs> i want to go vote just to stir up controversy but i don't know which side to vote on oh it's set at christmas it has the christmas spirit it has german terrorists no christmas film was complete without throwing a german alan rickman off roof <laughs> Now it's actually 50-50. Oh, oh, hold on. Am I going to get How do I, how do I get, it, get to this damn pole? <laughs> For two years a month, we could teach Colin how to use Instagram. <laughs> Donate yeah. today. I'm in my 20s and I, don't, I know as much I'm as... I'm in my 20s, Colin, and I can use Instagram. I know as much as my granddad, <laughs> apparently. Okay, well, look, I don't think we're, we're going to get to the end of this at all, so I think we're probably going to have to end this in... Uh, fist fight. fight outside. Yeah. Okay. Um, will, I, will I take off my rings? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, keeping to the kind of Home Alone uh, vibes of, I think you can keep them on. You know, the more okay. pain we cause, the better. So, look, thank you everybody for listening to us uh, destroy all of your the, the films that you love at Christmas. And um, yeah, we hope you have a very happy Christmas and that you watch Die Hard. <laughs> and as I said, if you're not already following us, we are on Instagram at Young Irish Critics, so you can follow us there. Brilliant. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank bye you. bye. Have a good Christmas, everyone. Bye. Stay safe.